Hi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's great to be here with Nate Horner, our President of Treasury Board and Minister of Finance, and Nathan Newdorf, our Minister of Affordability and Utilities, to talk about how our government intends to continue helping Albertans cope with ongoing affordability concerns. Rising prices are eroding everybody's ability to pay for everything, from housing to groceries to heating. Alberta's government has responded with support, including relief payments, rebates on utility bills, and a fuel tax holiday at the pumps. And we're planning even more measures to help make life affordable, including tax cuts and seniors' discounts, because unfortunately the cost of living crisis isn't over just yet. We're looking at all possibilities to provide relief, and auto insurance is next on our list. As anyone with a car knows, rates have climbed in recent years. They're another financial burden on top of all of the other burdens weighing Albertans down. And while auto insurance rates are paused right now, we understand that further relief is important once the pause is lifted at the end of the year. So we will be taking action to ensure that starting next year, drivers with good records will not see their insurance rates increase beyond inflation. Because people who follow the rules on the road should not be punished when they've done nothing wrong. There should also be a reward for doing things right. Albertans have been asking for relief, and we will provide it. Albertans have also been asking for a flexible payment plan that gives them a bit of breathing room if they need it. Prices have gone up across the board, and it makes it difficult for people to manage their day-to-day finances. Introducing flexible payment plans for auto insurance will provide more peace of mind for Albertans as they still grapple with rising bills and payments. This is part of our plan to update the regulations to make more options available. Another part of our plan is to amend regulations so insurers cannot charge rates that are too high during unforeseen events. This was the case during the pandemic, when people were driving far less than usual, and we will take steps to protect Albertans against that kind of thing from happening again. And we'll also give the Auto Insurance Rate Board the authority to require auto insurers to rebate premiums to their customers based on profit levels. This will ensure that insurance companies can still run their business while also ensuring that Albertans may be able to recoup some of their fees. I want to be clear, these are short-term solutions and our government, that our government is adopting in response to Canada's inflationary economy. But we know that Albertans have long-term concerns around auto insurance rates. That's why we're taking the time to consider longer-term proposals that will be implemented in the next year to keep Alberta's auto industry affordable and sustainable. But first, we need to review an independent report on the state of the industry. We've already commissioned this report and are looking forward to receiving it in early 2024. That analysis will give us a better picture of the overall industry and what it needs to do uh, or what we need to do in order to best preserve Albertans by uh, providing the coverage that they need at a price that they can afford. It will not result in us telling insurers how to run their businesses. That is not the purpose of government, nor is it our intention. We know that competition is the best way to guarantee that everyone finds coverage that fits their budget and situation, no matter their age or their income. We're proud that Albertans have the ability to choose their own providers, and we don't want to take options away from them. We want Albertans to have a healthy insurance market with a range of companies offering Alberta drivers lots of choice. So we'll keep listening to Albertans and insurers to ensure that government's decisions reflect everyone's concerns and to ensure the system is fair for both drivers and for insurance providers. Minister Horner has more to add on the details of of what we were proposing. And before I pass the podium over to him, I just want to reassure Albertans who are feeling the pain and struggling to get by that extra help is coming. Minister Horner. Yes, good morning and thank you, Premier. 
Uh, we've heard from Albertans that they are concerned about the increase in costs of car insurance in the province, which is why Premier Smith tasked Nathan, Minister Newdorf and I to review and, and develop short and long-term recommendations to make auto insurance more affordable for Alberta drivers. We are implementing short-term actions now while continuing to develop, to develop longer-term solutions. Let me start by recapping the earlier steps we took to provide relief to Alberta drivers. At the start of this year, we put in place a rate pause that will remain in effect until the end of the year. This was necessary to protect Albertans temporarily from increasing costs while we worked on more sustainable solutions. The Superintendent of Insurance also issued regulatory guidance for insurance companies to offer payment plan options, ensuring that most Albertans have the flexibility to pay their premiums over time. The Automobile Insurance Rate Board increased its efforts to create and promote consumer education materials in order to improve public understanding and awareness of insurance. The Rate Board has also taken steps to reduce the maximum allowable profit that insurance companies can include in their rate filing applications. Now we're taking further steps to make auto insurance rates more stable. We intend to introduce changes starting in 2024 for Albertans with good driving records. These drivers would experience price protection, ensuring their auto insurance rates do not increase higher than inflation. The price protection would apply to drivers who have not had one or more at-fault accidents in the last six years, any criminal code traffic conviction in the last four years, uh, for example, uh, driving under the influence, any major traffic convictions in the last three years, an example would be speeding in a school zone, uh, more than one minor traffic conviction in the last three years, uh, for example, minor speeding tickets. The insurance industry is designed to protect Alberta drivers. However, it is still up to each and every one of us to drive responsibly and keep our roads safe. Collisions and increased claims directly contribute to higher auto insurance costs, affecting all drivers and the insurance industry as a whole. We also know that due to reduced driving patterns during the pandemic, insurers experienced increased and unexpected profits. Over the, last, over the past few years, although insurers offered limited rebates to consumers, the overall industry experience, experience showed profit levels that exceeded the benchmark set by the rate board. As a result, we intend to amend the automobile insurance premiums regulation so that the rate board can request a filing from insurance companies at any time, which would then allow the rate board to lower insurance rates if necessary. The rate board would also have the ability to direct insurers to return a portion of premiums to Albertans during exceptionally profitable years. Excess profits are not only detrimental to Albertans, but also to our province and the reputation of our insurance industry. The rate board has been instrumental in delivering evidence-based and efficient rate regulation for auto insurers and continues to play a vital role in ensuring a suitable solution for auto insurance costs. Finally, we will take steps to amend regulations so that insurance companies must offer premium payment plan options to Albertans. The rate pause was a temporary measure and will lift as scheduled at the end of the year. Auto insurers will be able to apply for rate increases to ensure that they are capable of covering claims costs. However, we do intend to place restrictions on how rate increases are distributed among rate payers to ensure fairness. Along with the short-term reforms announced today, we acknowledge that a longer-term systemic reform of Alberta's auto insurance system is necessary. Recognizing the complexity of this undertaking, we've commissioned an in-depth analysis by an external consultant. At this time, all options for long-term reforms are under consideration, including those suggested by industry participants, as well as models seen in other jurisdictions, both within Canada and abroad. We anticipate a draft report by the end of 2023, with the final report expected in the first quarter of 2024. The results of this analysis will inform the recommendations for our long-term reforms. 
We have heard from Albertans, and we want to assure you that addressing your concerns on auto insurance remains one of our top priorities. It was in my mandate, and it was included in the throne speech because we're committed to addressing the auto insurance affordability issue. I'm proud to be delivering on the first step of this important process to protect Albertans and ensure life remains affordable. It is important for Albertans to adopt and embrace safe, dri safe driving habits that will lead to fewer collisions on our roads and lower overall insurance costs for everyone. We acknowledge the importance of working with insurance companies and the expertise they offer. I want to thank the members of the insurance industry for working with us on these solutions, and I look forward to finding lasting solutions for the auto insurance industry for, for all Albertans. Our government remains fully committed to making auto insurance affordable, sustainable, and reasonable for both Alberta drivers and insurers. Thank you, and I'll now turn it over to Minister Newdorf. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. I'm pleased to be here. Uh, pleased to be here to join Premier Smith and Minister Horner for this important announcement. As Albertans are acutely aware, our province is no exception to the cost pressures being felt across Canada and right around the world. The good news is that Alberta's economy remains strong, and the province's average inflation rate so far this year remains below the national average. In addition, our low tax environment, combined with our government's ongoing red tape reduction and affordability measures, have helped stabilize the costs and keep prices comparatively low. We know, however, however, that affordability remains a top concern for many Albertans as high costs for everyday essentials, such as auto insurance, make it challenging to make ends meet. Our government remains committed to keeping Alberta affordable, and with these new steps aimed at addressing high auto insurance rates, we continue to build on existing affordability measures to help Albertans save money. Throughout 2022 and 2023, we have taken decisive action to address the rising cost of living in areas where it is needed most. The cornerstone of that work was the coordination and implementation of a suite of affordability measures to support individual Albertans, families, and businesses. Our government, however, cannot simply rest. As a Minister of Affordability and Utilities, I will continue to work across ministries to build on our existing affordability measures with a specific focus on insurance, housing, electricity, and food costs to save Albertans money and keep this province affordable now and for years to come. The reforms we have announced today will help make a tangible impact for Alberta motorists and help restore balance in our insurance regime to underpin long-term affordability. It is through changes like these that we will ensure that Alberta remains the best and most affordable place to raise a family, run a business, get a job, drive a car, and buy a house. And with that, I'd like to thank Premier Smith and Minister Horner on their advocacy on this and many other affordability issues. And I'm excited to continue working with them and on this file going forward. And with that, I'll hand it over to Sam for questions from reporters. Perfect. And we'll go into the immediate Q&A now. As usual, one question, one follow-up. We'll start off here in the room. If I could get you to raise your hands for a question. And we'll start off with you, Catherine. Okay, sure. So um, I'm looking back at Hazard in June of 2020, um, and the government was saying that the rate cap was a band-aid. It failed to address systemic problems. The NDP was just kicking the can down the road, um, and the rate cap actually led to fewer options. Um, and at that time, you were trying to work on long-term sustainable solutions. So. So what changed that now a rate cap is a good idea? I think it's important to understand that this needs to be short term. This, this, isn't, this is not sustainable either. And the insurance, the insurance industry will tell you that. They, uh, there's built up pressure from the pause that was put on over the last year. 
So this is a short-term um, short-term solution to ensure that especially uh, Alberta's good drivers see rate protection, but we need to get to the long-term reforms. Uh, nothing in this package really gets at the costs, um, the costs associated to auto insurance. It's, it does move some of the things around. It gives the rate board more teeth uh, to, to apply um, when dealing with the insurance companies on rate filings. But the actual cost in the system, when you compare us to other jurisdictions, this, this is um, not, not getting there. We'll, we'll need to see that in the, in the study. So hopefully that's in the report back 20, end of 23 or first quarter 24, the final report. And as I mentioned, in, in 2020, you were doing an in, independent um, committee to, to review this. So who, who is the consultant who has been hired? How much does it cost? And why do you need a, another review? Uh, it's the Oliver Wyman group of actuaries. Uh, they were chosen because uh, they're the actuarial firm that the rate board uh, uses. So they have a lot of background and, and knowledge um, in, in the system and specific to Alberta system. Uh, I believe the budget cost is $500,000. Um, yeah, regarding, um, regarding the CBP, in a letter this morning, Christopher Freeland said that while Alberta has a right um, to withdraw, Albertans deserve to know that it would be a historic, costly, and irreversible. Um, what's your answer to that? Uh, I look forward to them, you know, showing us their work. They, they've done nothing yet but, you know, high-level responses to uh, uh, with, with nothing behind them. So we, we want, we'd like to get their number. We've asked them formally for what the number would look like. I think all provinces would want to understand that, but show the work behind it. And regarding entrance, um, what's the percentage of drivers with a good, uh, with a good record? We don't know that precisely, um, but we're we're confident it's it's definitely the majority of Albertans. Uh, but we'll that we'll know that better as the rate filings unfold. Um, I has, hesitant to say, but just because I don't have a precise number. And we'll go to you, Janet. Uh, yeah. So the Alberta Civil Trial Lawyers Association apparently sent you some recommendations way at the beginning of this year, um, saying that uh, not only are they concerned about the, the profits that insurance companies are drawing in, but they recommended that you put into law that the insurance profits can't exceed 7% of premiums, not just regulation or MO. And they also recommended that you create a consumer watchdog to oversee the industry. So why aren't either of those included here today? Well, their proposals, along with industries, were put forward at the, in, within the commission study. Uh, but I'd say, you know, everything comes at, a, at the expense of something else. You know, the one thing that the uh, many of the other jurisdictions around us that have lower automobile insurance have is they are not on the tort system like Alberta is. Um, but I don't want to pit the injury lawyers against the auto insurance people right now. Um, we'll let, we'll, I don't want to presuppose what's out there. We'll get the report back, and like I said, everything's on the table. I mean, in comments, even as recently as a couple of days ago, you've been, you have been very cautious about this idea of a no-fault insurance system, but now we're hearing in the tech briefing today anything is on the table, insur including a potential public 
insurance offering in Alberta. So have you changed your tune? And if so, what made you change your tune? Well, I, I don't know how many months I've been in this job now, Premier, but um, a lot of meetings with um, all, of, all of the players within the system. Um, and just the simple fact that what we've, what we've done today hasn't taken costs out of the system. That's why we, we know that if the goal is, to, um, if the goal is to, to make Alberta auto insurance more affordable comparative uh, to the other provinces in the country, more will need to be done. And I think it would be unfair to be ideological and take anything off the table. So I, I want to wait and see, see back what the report says and the Premier's uh, the Premier's given me that in my mandate that uh, we need to look at everything. And do we have any other questions from the room? Yeah. Right. Uh, could you please see the definition of a good driver is a bit narrow. Also, my understanding is the rate cap company, any, or sorry, this new rate cap would not apply to any new drivers, any switching companies moving or buying a new vehicle. What do you say to the criticism that this scope is too narrow and it should be a wider net cap so that more overheads can benefit? Well, I'd, I'd say that criticism is always going to be there. It's hard to create a definition. We worked with uh, we worked with the rate board uh, to come up with this definition of a, of a good driver. Um, it gives room for every person to become a good driver. Um, the grid is still there to provide protection for those that fall outside of these parameters. Um, but what the insurance companies will also tell you is that there's a lot of pressure built up uh, right now in the system from the year-long pause. So we need to give them uh, places to in increase rates in the system or we will start to see companies leave as well. So that's why this is needs to be short term. Well, the question is unstated and it's for the Premier. Um, I'm wondering why do you think spending $8 million on the Telefez campaign is more important or better than just putting that money into relief for Albertans and their energy bills? Well, because we're trying to make sure that every MP across the entire country understands that they're acting in a way that will create unreliability in our grid, create unaffordability in our grid, and is unconstitutional. So MPs make a decision on this. Uh, MPs have the ability to advocate for something that is more reasonable, and we want to make sure that uh, every MP understands our position. Thank you. And we're going to go over to the phones now. Uh, operator, could you put through our first caller, please? John Bradley, Western Standard. Hello, thank you uh, for taking my question. So my first question is, you've got to implement long-term solutions. What do you think those long-term solutions to be? Oh gosh, um, like like we said, we're we're looking at the entire gamut. Um, you know, jurisdictions um, within the province, obviously, uh, but also um, places that have a have an interesting record for um, really writing their auto insurance situation. Uh, New Jersey comes to mind as a state that's uh, highlighted in the system that had a terrible track record that's really turned things around. Um, New South Wales uh, has an interesting, um, an, in, an interesting uh, system right now where they're offering uh, no-fault or limited litigation uh, system, but it's being delivered by private companies as opposed to, um, you know, a government crown corp. So that's that's really the extent of the of the whole gamut. You're either full full tort or you're you're uh, at some point limited litigation or hybrid. Okay, and my second question is, um, what makes it really different from many other the problems is, when it comes to auto insurance, is there's no public provider, like in the British Columbia, is. Where do you stand on the, the common provider for auto insurance? Well, I, I don't want to presuppose what's in the report. Um, 
I would tell you that when I came into this job, I would have been very against starting new crown corporations. But I'm uh, I'm doing my best to uh, you know not be ideological and, and see what the report actually says. Um, and in some instances, it, it provides uh, it, it provides a, a great tool for the citizens. I know many people that are very happy with Saskatchewan system uh, and the way it's delivered. So I think it it warrants a, a really deep dive. And uh, if that's what the report says, with the blessing of the Premier and Cabinet, that will be the direction we'll take, but uh, too, too early to presuppose. Thanks, uh, Jonathan. Uh, operator, could you put through our next caller, please? Rick Bell, Calgary Sun. Uh, I'm hearing an echo there, but hopefully you can hear me. Um, talking about getting the cost down, um, it is true that providers such as Saskatchewan and Manitoba are um, generally have lower premiums, but I'm looking at the Manitoba site and it says there are no lawsuits or cash settlements for pain and suffering in Manitoba. They provide benefits, but no lawsuits or cash settlements. How, how, when you talk about sort of the legal aspects and trying to get the cost down, can you at least point us a little bit more? You mentioned the word tort, mentioned the word no fault. Perhaps Minister Hunter can sort of explain what what it is about legal costs that could help you in your quest to get a lower cost system. Sure. Thank you, Rick. Well, I'd, I'd say that, um, you know, something that's evident, you know, bodily injury claims are a, a, a larger percentage of, of the overall insurance cost. Um, within the bodily injury claims, uh, legal fees are a substan substan substantive portion of that, uh, maybe 40 percent. So that's, that's something that some jurisdictions have uh, attempted to avoid, let's say, by an increased schedule, either of payments or benefits. Um, so that's something that will definitely be on the table and that the report will, will look into. Uh, the supplementary question is, seeing, seeing everything is on the table, even as perhaps a, a, a government system, uh, are you willing to put on the table the 3% tax on auto insurance premiums, which I believe is well, I guess you've got me thinking, Rick, but I think it's way too early, way too early to to see that. I need we need to see the report first and have a full conversation with Cabinet. Perfect. Thanks for that, Rick. And it doesn't look like we have any more questions for today. Oh, yeah, Morgan. So second third scenario where your tax your insurance getting lower anyway because your car is getting older. How like is there a scenario where you would be paying more because now there's this cap? Uh, so that that'll be part of your individual driver's abstract filing with your company. So if you're driving an older depreciated vehicle that they should be offering you a, a lower rate or at least comparative to the other uh, increasing pressures in auto insurance. Uh, so that that should be happening anyways. The the cap shouldn't uh, affect that specifically with your driver's uh, file, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's all of our questions. Thank you everybody for joining us.